What is going on, replacements? We're back and another week, another uh, set of people who are happy, another set of people who are sad. But nevertheless, I'm happy because I'm here on the pod that's for the league, by the league. And I'm joined here, as always, with my partner in crime, my PIC, the ICF, Louis Napolitano. Hello. Hey. Oh, we, we're ready to do this. It's a little late in the week, but uh, let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. So since it's so late, Saturday, like, stuff's already happened. Let's just do a quick recap of uh, week seven, the week that was. I beat Christina Handley. Thank you, Mahomes! <laughs> I, beat, I beat Hoops Handley. Thank you, my entire team! Yay. And I hope Hoops <laughs> is okay. I know he's in the hospital right now, so thoughts yeah. and prayers. Hashtag thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Hoops. I'm actually headed over to see him uh, after we do this podcast. I'm going to head straight over there and most likely probably put a pillow over his head. Um, <laughs> so, well, but before yeah. you do that, have him listen to the pod recording. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, yeah. Spatty, the fantasy savant, suffered his first loss of the season at the hands of the silent assassin Gene, but it was a freaking battle. Gene only won by like point, uh, 1.1. So Spatty came back after a huge deficit from last Thursday's game. So, yeah, that's a replacement bowl preview right there. By you know, yeah, probably. You know what's funny about this game? Uh, you know, they both put up points. I, I, you know, they both have good teams. Spatty has the better team. He just – he outcoached himself. I don't think as good as – Who benches Ertz? <laughs> yeah, who benches – I would have never – I would never have benched Ertz. Um, but, but he did, and uh, that's okay. Uh, it is what it is, and uh, yeah, he, he should have won the game, but uh, he didn't, so uh, on to the next one. On to the next one, real uh, shit pile of a matchup here with uh, Crew Dogs versus Randy. Uh, Randy has now won two games, so well, good he for played, him. He played Crew Dogs, so that's that. <laughs> I mean, it's just sad, uh, Roy's team, I, I, I never counted out because somehow he likes to win, but... He really he doesn't have much after his first, his his two wide receivers and his quarterback situation. After that, David Johnson's been killing him all year. Uh, it's just yeah, and a lot of a lot of erratic play from everybody else. So not much he could do. Shant, uh, I don't want to say squeak by, but he's only lost one game this season. He beat Nicky by fourteen points, so good for him. I have dubbed him the Shavant. Now and that I, he is on Spatty's tail. Yep, and I have dubbed him the shit Um <laughs> uh, he, he played Nikki on the right week. Nikki had a, a ton of underperformers. Um, I think, you know, he shot himself in the foot himself by playing Bethard. So they both just had down weeks, but they're both good teams, and, and, and they should be in playoff contention. And now we go to the last matchup. Greg, who is hanging on by a thread for said playoffs, beat Wendell, handed him his seventh straight loss. The last hurrah is in full swing. Oh, Wendell. But he has a ray of hope for his season this weekend, and we'll get into that later. So very interesting week. Um, yeah. Yep. I mean, listen, he benched He benched uh, Lamar Miller. Probably should have played him. Um, I like Lamar Miller down the stretch. Uh and Sony Michelle got injured, so those those two things just kind of killed him. Or else he probably probably would have won the game. To be quite honest, if if uh, Michelle plays a full game and he and he had played Lamar Miller, it's a completely different uh, dynamic. And and you know, again, Greg's team is solid. It's uh, it's he's got some areas of concern, but he's solid, so he, he'll make a playoff run as well. 
We'll talk Good. about that later. Good for him. Well, you know what? Let's, let's turn later into now because we've okay. got a little bit of a different format today uh, to all the listeners Lou and I discussed uh, off pod. So we're going to do a little mid-season fallout. We're going to kind of look at the playoff picture as is, kind of talk about the big things that cause ripple effects in the league, great trade moves, bad trade moves. And uh, I guess, Lou, let's just start. You know, we're freaking eight weeks removed from the draft. So eight weeks out, give me your best move of the draft and your worst move of the draft. Oh, Mm. that's a that's a (laughs) – that's I'll a good start, question. I'll start uh, if you need to think of one. Uh, I don't need to think of it. I think my best move of the draft was Kamara. Uh, so I think making the trade with Spatty was definitely my my best move of the draft to get into a position to take Kamara. Because if I didn't make that trade, I would have wound up with Leonard Fournette. So oh. that was my best move. My worst move was probably thinking John Ross was going to break out this year and taking him in the draft. Interesting. Um, I would say, obviously, my worst move of the draft was actually taking Leonard Fournette there at the turn. <laughs> I was going to get screwed either way because my target there was actually Dalvin Cook, who hoops snaked, uh, snaked me in revenge for taking OBJ. Which I'm glad he did. I, I actually, I think I told everybody, if there's one player to stay away from this year that's a big name that's sexy, it's Dalvin Cook. He was the one. <laughs> Leonard Fournette... Also up there in that category, but Dalvin Cook was the one in my gut feeling, just coming back from an ACL. Running backs don't come back from ACLs and have good years, unless your name's Adrian Peterson and his is Dalvin Cook. So, <laughs> uh, I also want to mention, I only have two players left on my team that I drafted. Uh, Chris Godwin of the Bucks somehow is still hanging around there. And Greg the Leg, who spent a lot of the season on IR. So, yeah, my team's a dumpster fire. But look over at you. You know you're having a good season when you keep a majority of players you had in your draft. And, Lou, if I'm right, you have you still have your top six, five picks on your team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked at the draft that I had. I, I felt like I had drafted a pretty solid all-around team. I, I didn't know how good or how bad. I, I think I'm a little touchdown dependent with some of these guys because I don't really have – Outside of my running backs between Kamara and Melvin Gordon when he gets back, but I traded for him. But outside of the guys I drafted, outside of Kamara, I feel like everybody else was a uh, was kind of uh, solid, put up decent numbers week in and week out, but really needs those touchdowns to, to kind of have the bust out weeks. And so far, I've been doing all right. I'm five and one, so I can't complain. Five and two, I can't complain. Uh, I like where I'm at right now. I'm looking at the draft board. The biggest thing that sticks out to me in this draft, the biggest thing, and I think we've talked about this, is Todd Gurley at number three. Uh, Biggest mistake of the draft for anyone letting them get past one, let alone two. And then then look at the state of things for those first two people. You have David Johnson, who's been just withering away in Arizona, and Lev Bell, who hasn't even seen the field since the draft. (laughs) You know, with that said, though, I think Nikki did a good job with his draft because, uh, you know, I I might be wrong because I'm, I'm going to talk off the top of my head here, but I really feel I didn't do any research on this. But I only think if he would have drafted Gurley, he might have one win difference. So he might be a little bit better off, but he's not complete disaster because of the move. So mm-hmm. it was a weird thing. He picked up James Conner, which has been life-saving by taking Le'Veon Bell at two, but taking James Conner was 
was very, 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 very big. So that, that was huge for him there. Let's look at the Savant, okay? The guy, he just lost his first game. All right, he drafted, where was he at? He was like at eight nine, or nine. 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 Um, a pretty good team, but it is not the team he has today. I have to say, midway into the season, Spatty is a master trader. I'm not going to go on a rant here, but, I mean, he has assembled a great team through trading. So it just shows you how important trading is to fantasy well, football. It is very important, but you know, the one aspect that people really need to think, they think about their own team, but they don't think about the powerhouse they could be putting together. And, you know, some people, they made trades that it did improve their team, but they just built spatty into a powerhouse. You know, there's listen in fantasy, there's two lines of thinking. I really don't care about the other team. I got to make my team better. I, it's, it's just about making my team better. And then there is like, okay, am I making my team better? But am I building this one into a powerhouse that no one's ever going to be able to beat? And there has to be a little bit of that thought process in there, if you ask me, when you're trading. But some people don't do it, and I understand why. It's like, screw it. I don't care if I'm making his team better. I'm also making my team better. So, you know, he put the parts together. He's making good moves. He's got a powerhouse team. Because Wendell traded his top two picks to Spatty. DeAndre Hopkins and Kareem Hunt. Wendell is now 0-7. Yeah, again, probably not the smartest move. Listen, where Wendell went wrong in the draft, honestly, because I look at his draft, the only thing he went wrong in was the the running backs. Oh, yes. After, when he got to the third and fourth round, that's where he started to hurt himself. But looking at his team overall, he actually had a really – good draft i think if he would have made a in the third round you know i think let's see it goes down it goes up it goes down and wendell was picking 10th so you know who was the 30 who went who could he have had other than you know taking Lashawn mccoy there because i think that's where the the rails went off the train uh the train went off the rails i should say for wendell there um you know so it, it it was a tough pick for him. He could have he could have easily had some other players. He could have had T. Y. Hilton there. Like he could have had a lot of. He could have had Travis Kelsey. He could have had a different team. But his running back going to Lashawn McCoy, I think, really hurt him. Yep. Uh so he's in last. Uh, I do think he's going to get a win this week. Once again, that's a tease. We're talking. We'll talk about that later. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Through the draft, other great moves that I saw, uh, we mentioned Nikki got James Conner in the 13th round. Yep. I'm looking down at the bottom, though, you know, at those kind of lottery ticket picks. And besides James Conner, uh, I'm not really seeing anything, Lou. Is anything popping out to you? I'm looking at, like, bottom five, four rounds. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at it, too. There's really nothing outside of James Conner. Maybe, you know, I mean, quarterbacks are tough, you know. Uh, to they, go, they should be going later in the round. But really, the James Conner pick. But that was just a kind of, you know, CYA pick. So that yeah. was smart. There's uh, Mahomes there. For you know, uh, Gene, they traded him to me, of course. What what I think could have been a great pick, but then just didn't stick to it, was Latavius Murray going in the 14th round to uh, Greg. But he he released him at some point, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you know what? The pick of the draft, you know what, is actually John Brown. Uh, oh, yeah. for Sean. Taking him in the 12th round. Look yeah, taking that. him in the 12th round. That's a, that's a great pick there. That was a great, great pick there for him. So... So that's definitely a big one. Uh, yeah. 
you know, and then OJ Howard going in the last round and he's starting to ball out, but I don't even think he's still on the team. So he, he got uh, dropped. That drafted him. He got dropped. Another one that got dropped that probably should have held on to, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, listen, Wendell took George Kittle in the 12th round. That's turned out to be a great tight end pick to get mm-hmm. great value in the 12th round. So there's, there's definitely value there for sure. Oh, hello. You want cotton candy yogurt? Hello. Just got interrupted. By oh, I love Maximus. cotton candy. There you go. There's this, there's this one more cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Put that back in the fridge. Eat away. All right, so so the draft, okay? So we kind of touched upon the highlights of the draft. I do want to mention, and I'm going to take the reins on our weekly segment of uh, Make You Fun of Christina, <laughs> who at the draft said she was not going to assemble, you know, the Patriots super team again. But here we are in week uh, eight, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Edelman, Brady, Gronk's all there. Well, you know, there are people that play fantasy football, and then there are people that play favorites. And, you know, we all are a little bit of a homer type. Oh, of, I am for sure. You know, I, I know you should have, you know, your Larry Fitz should have probably been dropped a while ago. But um, he's going to bust I, out this week. I, I've done the same thing. I, I'll refuse to have too many players of any team, let alone my team, but any team on my team. It's just, it's a boom or bust situation. She's in a tough spot. You know, I, I, I think I've warned her for the last two years to diversify her team, get away from the Patriots. She said she was going to, and somehow she just keeps, uh, she keeps going <laughs> back to the mean for her. You know what I mean? She always it's falls the safety the blanket. It's the yeah. security blanket. But yeah, like like I have much room to talk. Yeah, I got Fitz started him when I shouldn't. Um, instead of putting Eric Ebron in, so there there's a move just for my season. God, my season would be so much different if I uh, played Eric Ebron against uh, Greg back in week four, uh, five, whatever it was. What's one move that you've made this season that you regret? You know, that's a good question. I don't really have. I don't have any. To be honest with you, I don't have any. I'm I'm liking where the team is at, and I'm liking where it's going. And I really, I haven't made a whole lot of trades and moves. I'm just I'm liking it. To be quite honest with you, interesting. Well, you are currently in fourth place, five and two record, which is great. So, uh, I mean, I don't want to say shoe in for the playoffs, but it's looking very good. I mean, I like my chances. Mm -hmm. I definitely like my chances. You know, that is, you know. Without question, I like my chances. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. There's a lot of things can happen. There's a lot of time left to, to happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, I mentioned, let's talk about ripple effects. So, moves that you can recall that's happened so far this season that's affected everyone in the league. What are the big ones that stand out to you? Any trade with Spatty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Any trade with Spatty has had a ripple effect to the league. It's – uh. It's just been one of those things. What are you going to do? It's, 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 I'm not, like I said, I don't like seeing other teams get built up the way Spatty's team has gotten built up. Um, those types of trades, teams should be really looking out for those types of trades. But uh, here we are. Uh, yep, I definitely, definitely have to agree. Good Lord. Hold on. What is this? Did you, yeah, look at this. Three weeks in a row. I'm just looking at the fantasy medals over here on the side. Spatty has led the league in touchdowns the past three weeks. So 
Of course he has. Good, good for him. Must feel nice. Yeah. I love getting those little alerts on my phone when it happens. I'm like watching something else. Oh, it's the best. But I haven't seen that too much this season. All right. So playoff picture. We got our top six. If the playoffs started today, Spatty and Sean would get the bye. You would have Gene taking on Nikki and you taking on Hoops. That is your playoff picture. In the bottom. Uh, Greg, my dad, myself, uh, best of the worst. And then at the very bottom, you got Randy, Christina, and Wendell. So kind of looking at the rankings here, do you think this is pretty much what to expect, you know, come December? Or do you see like one or two people sneaking in? I think there's definitely a possibility of one or two people sneaking in. Um, this is a big week for you. You have to win this week. We'll get into that a little later. I think if you win, you win this week, you, you're staying alive. You lose this week, and then I think you're, you're done. It's over, I think, yes. I think, I think it'll be over. I mean, there'll still be statistically a chance for you, but I, I don't see it happening. Um, but I do, again, I think these are big weeks for you, Greg, and your dad. You, you guys all have to win to be in it. If if two or the three of you win, then it's going to make things very, very interesting down the stretch. If the three of you guys lose, then I think you might see things stay just the way they are right now. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm feeling. And listen, it's a it's a big week because all three of you are playing people that are in front of you. So I know. Oh, so at the bottom. So Randy, uh, he's won two games, just coming off a win. So, you know, the microscope's really on Christina and Wendell. Wendell, of course, has had some heartbreakers uh, this season to put him at 0-7. Christina won week one and then hasn't tasted victory since, and they're facing each other this week. So would you call this the seat of shame bowl? Uh, yeah, there's no question about that. Is Wendell uh, – he doesn't lead her in points either, so he would have to outscore her pretty well. Um, no, he, he leads well. her in points. Oh, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at points. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, I'm yeah, no, at, you're looking at points again. Yeah, no, he leads her by he quite does, the yeah. margin in, in points. So it's it's so forty. He's yeah, he's yeah, he's, uh, he's fine. If he wins this game, he's he's fine. Oh, all right. So well, that's definitely one to look out for. Um, how do you feel about these people in the bubble, Hoops and Nikki? Uh, Nikki, fine. Hoops is the one that is he can. Well, again, I, I mean, if we put some type of percentage on it, maybe it's a. I feel a little bit differently. Um, I'd say the odds of of Nikki getting in are better than Hoops's. I think Hoops's team's in trouble. He needed to win last week. Last week needed to be a win for him, and <laughs> but he not, lost so. to you. <laughs> to me, that makes me happy. I mean, it makes me really happy. I don't know why, but it really does. It really Very does. nice. All right. So um, anything else that's kind of standing out to you, just the way the rankings are right now? No, I think that's, you know, like I said, I think if you win this week, you're going to make a, you're making a big move to close the gap. Uh, I think what happens is if you win and Jason loses and if, by chance, you know, Nikki loses, then yeah, it's going to be, it's going to get crazy. Very sure. interesting. All right. So let's see. Let's yeah. go into these matchups for week eight for the fantasy forecast. Now, we don't have any uh, starties and cities 
from uh, Spatty. Um, two, in his defense, I don't think we asked him for it. I mean, he should know at this point to just send him. But uh, I, I guess yeah. you and I kind of do our best just kind of looking at the matchup. So let's start with the most important one, you versus me. All right, we're already underway. <laughs> we already had some uh, action on Thursday, and I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. We I'm, did. I'm not gonna defend myself here because it turned out to be bad. So I started Miami defense, <laughs> negative four points. Your kicker Kwame Fairbairn, whatever that name was. I couldn't believe you. By the way, I thought you were just making it up. <laughs> no, it's it's a long one. It's like thirty seven. It's like thirty six letters. Uh, so not, no chances at field goals for him. But you know the Texans went on a touchdown spree. So you got six points. So you're up on me by ten. You got to be feeling pretty good right now. Um, no, I mean I, I you got you got some better matchups than I do to be quite honest. So I'm not really feeling that comfortable yet I, I like seeing that negative four <laughs> that negative four is always always a great thing to see um, but I'm tinker dicking my lineup here for the last couple of days with my last wide receiver spot uh, you know do I play Funches who's you know kind of a you know a good target to have uh, for Cam Newton he's gotten I don't know something like I don't know he's averaging maybe 10 targets a game over the last two or three weeks um, which is fantastic or do I go with Christian Kirk, who's been also averaging, you know, maybe leads six, all the rookies and receptions over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, and and he's he's going up against a weaker defense, whereas Funch is going up against Baltimore. So something I've been tinker dicking all week, um, but you know, I've been tinker dicking we'll with see. that spot as well. So right now I got Randall Cobb come, uh, plugged in, but you know they're going up against the Rams. He's coming off an injury. My other options are Fitz, who's been. Eh, even less than eh, this season. Got a lucky touchdown last week. Um, I've been thinking about Kyle Rudolph just because you got Kirk Cousins. Maybe uh, <laughs> offset that. But he hasn't been a big red zone target for him, like even a big target for him in all this season. And then I scooped up Cortland Sutton. Scooped him up because I'll tell you why. Do you, do you know why I scooped him up? I think you are smart enough to know. I do why? know why it's there's a trade there's a trade deadline coming. Demarius Thomas looks like he's going to be on the move. Cortland Sutton has been getting more tog- targets. targets lately. Um, <laughs> targets targets lately. Uh, you know he's big. He's 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 got a lot of talent. So if they start you know force feeding him the ball, yay! Ding ding ding! Yeah, that trade. Those that trade deadline's getting pretty saucy. So I saw that there. And um, I'm in desperation mode. So finally, after all these years, the Seahawk is on my team. Mike Davis, he's the number two. Chris Carson's very fragile, though. And also, I hate the Rams now. Actually, probably the team I hate the most in NFC West is the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, there's that. Um, I'm liking my matchups. You know, I got Mahomes, A.J. Green, my studs. Cousins is good. Of course, you got Kamara who's going to bounce back big in the Dome uh, in Minnesota. Hopefully, oh, I got Ingram, hopefully, too. So, hopefully. Oh, ooh, we're going to be tilting hardcore when we get to the goal line. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Uh, that's interesting. Always like that. I think that happened to me and Wendell last year because I had Kamara and he had Ingram. And 
Oh, wow. It and did it did not, so, well so hopefully you. that's the key. Well, maybe karma's <laughs> on this side. Yeah, maybe karma's on this side for you this year. So, so projections are uh, pretty tight right now. You're projected to beat me by a point, but as you always say, projections are for emojis. So let's go to Spatty, who, man, basically has a freaking bye week right here. 100 proof, the Savant versus Randy. Um, only had one player play, and he – He's 80% favorite to win. <laughs> and Randy hasn't even started anyone. But you look at Randy's team, it's like a weekly segment. It is just, it's like the elephant graveyard from the Lion King, man. Like freaking Adrian Peterson, LaShawn McCoy. Like, I mean, listen, it's <laughs> not good. And, and Randy is not safe from getting the seat yet because. He loses this week. Wendell wins this week. He is one game from being at the bottom and well points wise he might still be above but we'll see how points play out this week but he's he's not safe he is not safe at all he's 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 got the most points out of all three of those teams but if he has a a crappy week Wendell closes the gap on that uh it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be a fun <laughs> fun stretch for the seat of shamers i promise uh, you that. deandre hopkins already played for uh spatty two touchdowns 82 reception yards Six receptions would have been seven for that crazy catch that didn't count. But man, that was he caught yeah. it with his tank. That was amazing. He caught the ball. <laughs> he had a third ball for a while. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's fantastic. What a catch that was. It's the catch of the year. Can a catch that doesn't count because of a penalty still so. be considered was, catch of the incredible. year? <laughs> I I think so. It was that it was that good. Because it was not only was it a great catch, it wasn't it was a freaking laser that Deshaun Watson threw. And not only did he have to jump up and get it, he had to reach behind him to get it and grab it one handed and <laughs> then toss it under it his and leg. Then yeah. Use his taint. Yeah. Toss it between his legs, you know, so it wouldn't hit the ground and use his taint and balls to catch it. it and fantastic. it looks so easy fantastic. in slow motion, but you got to remember how fast the NFL is. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah. I love that guy. But yeah. Um, incredible. I'm calling Spatty here. The savant gets back in the W. Yeah, I sorry, got, I got uh, sorry, Randy, but uh, yeah, I think what Randy's only come off one win, but it's it's over for him. So let's go. Um, this is an interesting matchup: Crew Dogs versus OBJ. Nikki listened to the podcast, changed his name. Look at the freaking picture. <laughs> it's the Free Willy OBJ. I've never seen that. Stupid. All the internet. Uh, Nikki had a good news, bad news situation on Thursday. He started Wolf Fuller, 20.9 points. But it wouldn't be an NFL season without Will Fuller going out for the season. So, Torres ACL, the popular injury, you know, of the moment. But things are looking good for Nikki. He's projected the win by uh, almost 20 points here. Do you think we finally get the David Johnson bust out week we've been waiting for under a new OC? Bust out week? No, I don't. I don't see it. I am not going to give any credence to this left, which going to come and save that offense just yet. The guy's never been an OC. He's never planned for a game and he's never played call for a single game yet. I'm not saying he's not going to be good or even great. I'm just saying 
I got to see it first. So, no. And my, my gut feeling says David Johnson's going to have a very similar outing. He might get a point or two more because I feel like they'll target him a little bit more in the passing game. So, you know, what, what has he been averaging? Yeah. About 12 points a game? Somewhere definitely around not there, the value something like that. I don't know. Number one overall pick. <laughs> no, no. I, I think he gets 13, 14 points this week. He'll hit his pro- progression uh, his projections, I should say, but, uh, I, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, maybe, you know, after this week I'll go, wow, that Byron left knows how to call <laughs> a game and it's a different story. I'm just not, I'm not buying. Well, we'll see, yet. you know, I'm actually looking at my dad's team and, uh, I don't know. I think he has a shot. He like, he put in Trubisky, uh, putting him in over Matt Stafford. Uh, of course the bears are taking on the jets this week, your jets. And then of course you got, Probably arguably yeah. the best receiver in the league right now, just like fantasy wise, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Jets, again, people fall into things and they don't look at matchups the right way, in my opinion. They go, oh, the Jets, they're three and four. They gave up X amount of points. They're not realizing the Jets, have, you know, they're pretty good against the pass. And even with losing our, our, you know, our top safety and our top DB three weeks ago, two of our top three cornerbacks are out for the last three weeks. They've still been playing well. I would be going with Stafford against Seattle because their secondary is an absolute mess. Um, but you know what? It's that defense is still playing really well. So, you know, maybe it is, maybe it is Trubisky's time to, to play over, over uh, Stafford. I just, I like the offense consistency that Detroit has over, what Trubisky in Chicago mm. can can do, they could be erratic, and and I think the Jets can 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 rattle Trubisky. Whereas I don't think Seattle mm. can rattle Stafford. That's just my take. I, I I'm look at the glaring Stafford. weakness on Nikki's team, and it's two pass catchers for the New York Football Giants. How do you move Evan Ingram off that team? Trade. Um, you probably could get somebody to trade for him and take him off your hands. He's got. Potential, but like I said, you know, before the draft, I didn't think he was going to be much of anything this year because I felt there's a, you know, he got a lot of targets last year because everybody was hurt. OBJ was hurt. Shepard Shepard was hurt. Brandon Marshall went out. Like it was, it was a mess. So he was the only person that Eli could throw to. You know, this year, different story. He's a good tight end, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I won't be uh, let's also take this uh, time to recognize a member of Nikki's team who's there on the bench. Someone Nikki swore to Harambe would never be there. Someone Nikki called a yeah. fucking piece of shit <laughs> in Duke Shitson yep. Jr. is what he would say. <laughs> Lou, what yep. made Nikki yep. finally break and get this guy? Uh, he's got some bye week issues and, you know, Duke Johnson Jr. might be a piece of shit, but he, he clearly knows that every other option he had was <laughs> shit here. So, um, he went with Duke who I like Duke. I think if, if, uh, you can get, if you freaking just play him a little bit differently, get him more involved in the passing game. Uh, the way Tariq Cohen is kind of playing over in Chicago right now, Duke can do that and probably a little bit more if he was just utilized more in the passing game. So uh, hopefully Cleveland gets their head out of their ass and starts doing that because Duke is, is 
probably the best pass catching running. I'm back calling this now. It's my hot take. We're you know less than 24 hours away from NFL action. Nikki, of course, rightfully is starting Philip Lindsay and Jordan Connor in his running back position. Yeah, James. Did James, I say Jordan James Connor. Connor. Uh, James Connor. <laughs> Jordan Connor is a douche. I know. Uh, James Connor. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say this right here. Duke Johnson Jr. on his bench will be the highest scoring running back on his team. Book it. Mm, I don't agree with that. I think Lindsay has a good week. Just this get week ready. No, it's probably going to be the highest scoring. Let's move All on right. to the S boy wonder who uh, still hasn't changed his name to positive posse. Greg, you warming up some chicken nuggets or something? What's going on? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I think my mother is using the microwave there. Mock it. Mock the meatloaf. <laughs> um, anyway. So uh, what are we looking at? We're looking at uh, S-Boy at, at Wonder, S-boy Wonder versus the Positive Posse. Uh, and what could be a sneaky close matchup this week? Just looking at this. Greg has decided, let's talk yeah. about starties and cities. Greg has decided as of this recording to start Andrew Dalton against the Bucks instead of Cam Newton against the Ravens. I think it's a good move. Uh, sure. <laughs> they had they had sure. that meltdown last yeah. Sunday. I think the Bengals bounce back big. The Bucks defense is freaking terrible. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a points bonanza. And if someone on their team had like AJ Green and Chris Godwin, they're probably going to get a lot of points uh, because of that match. The 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 problem is he's playing Arizona's defense, and Ooh, not he's sticking to his guns here. Interesting. Yeah. Whereas Shunt picked has Chicago's defense and the Jets' offense is now down every receiver. Uh, so, yeah, and Bilal Powell. So they've lost, you know, probably four of their five best offensive players that won't be playing. I, I don't even know who our wide receivers are this week. So Chicago might be a sneakily good pickup, though. I think there's things the Jets are going to do like they did last week to actually move the ball and put up some points. So it might not be a great play, but it's interesting. A good yeah, look at Sean's team. Just yeah, John Brown coming alive with Baltimore. Chris got Mike Evans. So that's, uh, like I said, he's probably going to get some points. Gurley, don't need to say anything. Jared Cook over Greg no. Olson. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I know exactly what uh, Sean's thinking. Cooper's He's gone. Thinking, you know, Cooper's gone. Who's he going to throw to? It's going to be Cook. Uh, but they figured out that, you know, NFL defenses do that. Two, three weeks, they figure out what you're trying to do, and they take it away from you. And listen, Cook is a good tight end, but he is a good mm-hmm. complement tight end. He will put you points and catch it. You make him the focal point like he's Kelsey or Gronkowski, not happening. So – now I'm not a fan of Cook uh, uh, as far as as far as in that offense. I am a fan of Cook overall, but if they're going to try to run that offense through him like Shant thinks they are, like I think a lot of people do, you know he's good for three catches. And Kenyon Drake on the week. bench with 22 points, but if I'm Shant, I am not kicking myself. I got Todd Gurley and Joe Mixon. I am probably kicking Lou for not allowing running back flex. So there's that. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> get. Yeah, that's that's fine. I know everybody likes that running back flex. And you know what? I don't <laughs> like the running back flex because I do feel like it makes it just a little bit harder on the coaches on what to do and who to play. And yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm all for making it a little bit. You got to think you got to be a GM. You got to think about that flex position and who you're going to put in there. 
I think if you allow running back in there, it makes your drafting strategy a lot easier and makes the things a little bit different. It changes the whole complexion. Yeah. So maybe uh, next year we'll change it. Yeah. I, right well, now, I agree with you. Not so, so much. Yeah. I like it. All right. I'm just trying to stir the pot. So, all right. Who, who are you taking to this one? Yeah. Greg or Shant? The Shavant or the Shitvant? The Shitvant. Uh, unfortunately, I am going to go with oh, the Shitvant. No. I think. Poor. Poor Greg. I think, uh, yeah, I just think he's, he's got the better matchups overall. He's got the better – well, no, you know, I Yay! changed my mind. I'm going to go with Greg. I, 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 like, I like Greg's team, and you know what? I have a lot of faith he's going to pull it out. And looking at the Tampa Bay-Cincinnati game, he's got, a lot of, he's got a lot of skin in that game. I'm going with Greg. All right. Very good. Oh, you sure. Yeah. You're not boring me. Don't worry. I'm, I'm just, I don't know what happened. All right. <laughs> I'm a little C cup hoops in the hospital. T and P out to him against the silent assassin curse of the Pharaoh. Um, yeah. Hoops only got four points from his Houston defense on Thursday night. They were looking good for a minute. Uh, of course they had that, uh, penalty, uh, what the second quarter that gave the dolphins a touchdown. That was ridiculous. Um, yeah, looking at Hoops' team, I'm not liking it. Matt Breda still questionable. Yeah, I mean, they say Matt Breda's going to play, but guess what? He's going to get injured on the second play. He's going to miss two-thirds of the game. He might come in later. Who knows? Uh, Breda, Breda would be on my bench. I, until he's fully healthy, he's safe. He has a bench. Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray handcuff, but he is benching both of them. Yeah. Well, Dalvin uh, Cook's out. Uh, Latavius yeah. Murray, yeah, I mean, you know – you know, he had two touchdowns that last week that were really all his points. One of them was a good run. One of them was a short run. But, you know, he's he, I think he's a more touchdown dependent guy as well. And the last two weeks he's got touchdowns. I don't see him getting a touchdown this week. So maybe it's smart to sit him. I still play. <laughs> oh, Gene, look at this team he's assembled. You know, I noticed he has a lot of my former players on his team. Carry on Johnson, Naeem Hines, Travis Kelsey. Uh, the, uh, Leonard Fournette, of course, uh, benched. So you're welcome, Gene. I, my hasty deci- decisions. Well, well, Hines, I don't see doing much of anything, uh, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I, I think that's, risky that's, play. that that play is is a risky play. I would, I would, you know, his bench is a little thin at running back because he's holding on to Corey Clement. I mean, he's holding on to Leonard Fournette and. Elliot's on the uh, bye week. So, you know, got to fill in someone. He went with Hines. We'll see. Right. We'll see how it goes. I, I, think, I, think, I think Gene wins this game. but Andrew Luck should know, have a we'll freaking field day with the Raiders. I don't question him for plugging him in over Deshaun Watson. Of course, that 41 points on the bench has to sting just a little bit. It's going to sting, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Luck puts up about 35, and mm-hmm. you feel good about it. It's not like, oh, man, he only put up 25, 26. Like, even though that's good, I could have had the 40. He's still going to ball out and put up 30-something himself. Who knows? Nice. Maybe and then, of course, uh, Travis Kelsey there. Who, has, who didn't see the end zone last week, but knowing Chiefs and their trends, he should have a day just based on my projections, which is good for me because I have my home. 
I mean, he still had a good week, five catches, 90-something yeah. yards. So, I mean, I'll take that from my tight end every week if I could get it, even if he doesn't score All a right. touchdown. The matchup everyone in the league's looking at. I feel like – I honestly feel just the vibes I'm getting from talking to people in the league. No one really cares about their matchup this week. All eyes are on Christina versus Wendell. I feel like that's the one everyone's going to be refreshing on their uh, phones Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I I was very tense last week, and here's why I was very tense last week. One, because I was playing hoops, and he always has the, the best luck against me in fantasy. But two, in my heart, deep down in my plums, I felt like getting to five wins guarantees you out of the seat. So winning last week <laughs> meant a lot to me because – now I, I feel like I could just I could just breeze through the rest of the season. I ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm not getting the seat. I feel good. I feel confident saying that. Um, there's too much to overcome. I'd have to lose out. They'd have to win out. There's a points thing. I'm not worried about it. Okay. I am watching this game because this game to me will be. I was like, of, uh, of course, I talk about this I great mean, matchup, and you flip it onto yourself. So I always. <laughs> oh, of course. Got it. And first of all, that's all this league should be about, in my opinion, is about what I'm doing. But anyway, no. Uh, yeah, this matchup is a hot one. Uh, Christina, Wendell, 0-7, 1-6. Wendell has more points. Christina has less points. The winner of this game is moving on to not be in the cellar. The loser of this game is getting a lock on getting a lock. Uh, getting a, a, a death. I feel like a death grip. And I got to tell you, I always say this. Fantasy is all about luck. And I look at Wendell's team and there's not, there's nothing on his team week in and week out that says his team should right? be 0-7. He's got a better team than that. I don't think he has a good team overall. But he is not a seat of shame team. Christina's, on the other hand, she's she, and it's not so much the the Patriots. It's just so much the the team is just not good. Uh, she's made some moves to make some changes, but still not good. So I've been ragging on her all year, and I don't mean to, but at the end of the day, you got to call a spade a spade, and this is not a good team. And it's clearly, I think. Hers and Randy's are the two worst teams in this league. They should be the ones fighting for the seat. That's fantasy's luck, though. So Wendell's there, and who knows what happens the rest of the way. Bad luck, good luck happens. Brady it, could it put could up a freaking 50 burger on Monday night. And yeah. Gronk, the recipients Absolutely. of that. So, and that's the thing. This matchup isn't even decided until Monday night because then you got uh, Josh Gordon. Because she's got her whole, <laughs> she's got her whole team playing. She's got her whole team playing. So, yeah, this is going to be yeah, entertaining uh, over the next uh, 48 hours. That is for sure. But I'm giving Wendell his first dub. Uh, he's off to a really good start. Uh, savvy Amendola yep. pick with that touchdown pass. Uh, Lamar yeah, Miller finally had a good that week. Was big. Uh, I went. Yeah. Well, that was his, I think, second or third good week in a row. Yeah. Uh, definitely his second good week in a row. I, I, feel, I like Lamar Miller. So, so I think uh, Wendell can start breathing a sigh of relief and actually have a happy feeling in fantasy and see all the little confetti fall on his screen come Tuesday morning. It's something he hasn't seen since he won the Falco. So very good. Very interesting week. So, uh, Lou, you and me, you and me yeah. going at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said you yeah. weren't 
comfortable because I have the minus four. Because I got to tell you, and I've been right so far every se- every week this season. I've had a feeling whether or not I'm going to win or lose. And every every time I thought I was going to lose, I lost. And every time I thought I was going to win, I won. I still feel like I'm going to beat your ass this week. I am so excited. Dude, uh-huh. all right. You, uh-huh. Your team uh-huh. sucks. Okay? You may uh, – yeah. All right. Really? I don't like the matchups. Does it? My team, okay, yeah, I have uh-huh. the stream of defense. I got Greg the leg, dude. I got the number one tight end in the fucking game. My running backs are stout. Chris got. Hold on, hold on, hold. Uh, slow down, Eric Ebron Look at is the, the stats. number one tight end in the game. Look at the stats in the game. His six touchdowns are big, yeah, but uh, he is not even the best tight end playing in the matchup between us. Trey Burden's so, a bust. Go He's on. done nothing. All right, you should bench his ass. I don't know why. Look, you already, you already took Christian Kirk out of your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> during the podcast. I've been, That's a tinker. During the podcast. I've been, I, I've been tinker dicking. What do you oh, want me to so do? Good. What do you want me to do? Uh, Jar- Jarvis Landry's going to uh, get shot. Like, yeah, I'm feeling very good. I'm feeling so right. good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're feeling good because I would like you to feel good. I want you to feel good. I want you to feel mm. safe and secure. But I feel a butt coming on. So, no, I just I want you to that feel good. Make me feel good. good. <laughs> feel good. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, oh God, I love Haley. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm watching it for all four and a half of those <laughs> yeah, exactly. minutes, and that's it. Um, and let's be honest, I'm only going to need Correct. about 95 seconds of it. Correct. So, yes. <laughs> so, I, I had to get uh, that out there. I, that is my promo. I'm gonna, I want to surprise the league the end of the podcast <laughs> because I'm facing you. And I may be down, but I'm not out. You're fucking going down. I'm going to do the league office sweep again because I'll have Nikki later on uh-huh. this season. It's happening. So get ready. Uh-huh. All right, I'm ready. I feel I'm I'm okay though because I'm not. That is not. Nice. Oh, so I, 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 <laughs> I need to win. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go on to our final here. segment here. The we kind of like what I, we kind we, well I thought we, we like kinda, man, I like, like AJ Green. Did we? Did we? Uh, of course you do. I like I like I like Jared Goff this week. I like Andy Dalton this week. I oh, think I those did, I did good, say Andy Dalton. Solid yes. Starts. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Running back-wise, I, I think I told I, I think Philip Lindsay's the running back to play this week. I really, really like Duke that. Johnson. I was going to also go with – I was also going to go with Marlon Mack, but uh, apparently he's been sitting out practice. He's been He's been hurting, uh, so – that I, might be a. I gotta sit. Tough, I gotta sit for you in running at. back position. Lashawn McCoy. Oh yeah, him and Matt Breda are sits for me without question. I I would I would be playing Raheem Mustard. I mean <laughs> Mustard. Mustard. Mustard uh, over over Breda right now. Well, but, Christina started yeah. him. Good for her. Uh, wide receivers wise, I mean uh, you know. Hey. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm ah. just looking at it, it's on my screen. Running backs, would you play Tariq Cohen over Nick Chubb? Uh, the way he's been being utilized, I'll tell you what, 
Yeah. I'm not sure about yeah, that. I would. Though, though there's two things. There's two things I feel like the Jet defense has really clamped down on this weekend, and it's been tight ends and running backs, receiving running backs out of the backfield. They've been letting guys run on them. That's why I kind of like my matchup with Jordan Howard because they've been letting guys run on them, and I like that uh, matchup for me. But they have been really good in the passing game, and and I I'll, I I don't think Tariq Cohen or whoever the tight end is that they're they'll be facing. Oh shit, that's Trayvon. <laughs> Fuck me. Damn it. Yeah. Ugh. Well, maybe they'll maybe this week will be different. But those are the two things the defense has really done well on. So we'll see. All right. All right. Um. I would be playing Nick Chubb though. Oh 100%. really? And then I'd play Tariq Cohen for sure. The, the, yeah, just kind of based off everything you told me. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it... I think Carlos Hyde oh, bust sure. this week. I think you sit his ass. I think he's a, a big time bust. I still see TJ Yeldon um, leading the way over there. Uh, but yeah, I like Jordy Nelson. I think he'll finally get in the mix with Cooper out. So I think again, the playing Cook is what everybody wants to do. But I think Jordy Nelson's the guy to play over there. And, you know, you can never go wrong playing. Like I said, Evan Ingram is a sit for me. I, you know, alluded to it earlier. I, I don't like it. I don't like the match. Um, OBJ, you know, he's having it. I don't want to say temper tantrums, but he's not happy there. I know the team's sick. Of, like, I'm glad to be rid of him. No, no Giants. Oh, no Giants unless your name's Saquon Barkley. Let's just, let's just say that. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agree with that. Uh, tight end wise, I'll tell you who again a start is. He's not. He's probably on the waiver wire. Who? Jets. Chris Herndon. Um, he's had a couple of big weeks the last two weeks. I think with all the receivers going down, the Jets are really moving towards uh, getting some tight ends. And uh, you know, I mean, the guy is. He's had like uh, I don't know six catches. He's had about ten. 10 to 12 targets over the last two weeks. So he's getting more and more targets. So he might be a sneaky, a sneaky play. Sit for this me week. this week is Allen Robinson in that game as well. Whoa. Yeah. He's yeah. injuries. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that for sure. But uh, as far as starts as tight end, I like Herndon and, and you know, I like Kittle. Kittle's, Kittles and a bits. start in tight end. Yeah, kittles and bits. As far as sits at tight end, Evan sure. Ingram. As I, as yeah. I said. All right. So, yeah. It's kind of hard to okay. do this without the, the list in front of us. So, Spatty, you know, I am going to blame you. You should know to send this crap out to us. You're, you're out there. You're balls deep in the research. You should know to just send us a few names, man. Just a couple. <laughs> just give us some talking Jesus. points here. Unbelievable. No. Next week, we'll make sure we have the spatties, starties, and cities. It's my it, favorite section. He's so good. good. He it. is good. He's been freaking on fire with that this season. He's a savant. I mean, that's all I can say. That's all I can say. But yeah. uh, all right, Lou. So, yeah. I mean, we're coming up on an hour here. So, I think it's a good time to wrap yeah. it up. So, good luck to you. But also, fuck you. And, uh, oh. yeah. All I, right. I heel turn, bro, baby. I got I got uh, uh, Yeah. That's fine. I I uh, I'm I'm rooting for a Yay. win for you, but hoping for a win. For oh, you're me. rooting for a win. Um, so thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm rooting for you to win. I do you need, need a to win. win, and but I prefer to be the win. But I I do like you getting some wins. So with that said, yeah, that's it. Well, Leave all right. Out. Well, thank you, man. Good. I love you. I love you, and I love this league. Uh, 
Oh, God. Fuck. All right.